following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness. I'm Joe, and with me as always, the tiniest chocolatier in the land, it's Barney. Bloody tiny chocolatiers. It's the tiny chocolatiers. <laughs> um, and that's it. Just us two again this week, but there may be a return at some point. I had a chat with her the other day. Um, yeah. Good, because my back's a shit. <laughs> All right, shouting. Um, Sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, there's... there's not a lot about that. Before we get into the film, uh, if you want to keep up to date with all the whole Mark Greatness gossip, you can follow us on Twitter, and it is still Twitter, despite what my phone says, at Hallmark Great, or one word, or we are on Instagram and Facebook, at Hallmark Greatness. Uh, It's a Hallmark film this week, a legitimate, proper Hallmark film. Um, And why muck about for time when we can just go straight into it? 2017, The Birthday Wish. Yes. Now, now, um, do you have a synopsis? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's fine. Because you you picked it off the cuff, and then I suddenly I thought, oh, I need to actually watch this. We did. I did watch uh, Love on the Air, but when it came to having to rewatch it today, it has been taken off Prime. uh, So we had to emergency pick something. So. Uh, we picked the birthday wish because it is the day after this comes out is my 29th birthday again. No, I know. Younger so, than me. I'm so <laughs> old now. I only got a compliment from a, a lovely charity man the other day saying I had very nice skin, but I think he was just after my bank details. Now I, I was going to say, was he after wearing it? You have no, very nice he was skin. very nice. Um, yes, because anyway. he's a charity man. I know, but I've got to take the com- whatever compliments I can get. Um, I was just like, no, I'm not giving it to asthmatic donkeys or whatever the hell he was collecting for. You know, them ones you get on daytime television where it's like oh, yeah. just bizarre stuff. This bat was kept in a, yeah, I don't, it's bats. Anyway, um, 2017 is the birthday wish. On her birthday, mm-hmm, see what they did, a woman, a woman who desperately wants her boyfriend to propose to her wishes for the opportunity to see into the future with surprising results. Now, so I was like, all right, this will just be like the wedding veil one we done a while back. Yeah. Um, surprisingly not. It, it's way more bizarre than that, because um, I still don't understand what happened. And I've watched the first bit of this twice because uh, Amazon's not very good with remembering where you're up to in a film. I was expecting a time travelly one. Yeah. Oh, uh, like that is the, not uh, that is not what we got. Oh, like the nurse one at Christmas. Yeah. Whatever that was. Oh yeah. The time yeah. travelling shed. Yeah. <laughs> Darren's um, gonna be pissed if you keep him with title in his favourite film. Oh, it's a terrible film. Um but yeah, so I mean let's get into it. We're introduced to uh, the heroine of this film, who I believe is called Gwen. Gwen, yeah. And she's working with Dave. You're right, uh, Dave. So Gwen is a um, director of adverts. Yeah, really shit adverts by the looks I of mean, it. the fact that they're so proud of this one for whatever it is, <laughs> despite the fact it looks terrible. So uh, I, I think this one was for Prosecco, weren't it? Um, but it literally and... just, it's a man and a woman in like evening wear. He hands her a glass, she necks it, and then he goes, whoa, to camera like that. And I'm like. <laughs> That's not what it's, I want in my brand of Prosecco. He's like, drink it and get pissed. It's because she says it needs more oomph. 
And apparently him doing that face is all the oomph they need. Oh, okay. I, again, didn't pick up on that. I was super busy going, how is this advertising booze? I just, anyway, but yeah. But then she, she treats everybody to a frozen yogurt truck outside. Yeah, because they've been shooting this advert for a week, apparently. I don't know how long it, adverts take to film, but I'm assuming not a week. In the end of December? Uh, Yeah, this is... The I think like two days before New Year, isn't it? Yeah, because she says she's going spending New Year with a boyfriend, and then it's her birthday. So to me, that's like that that time of where nobody knows what day it is between mm. Christmas and New Year. Yeah, um, but she's the director, and Dave is the artistic director. He basically draws these four panel like storyboards, and that's his job. Um, she wants to do some pickup shots for stuff, and he's like, "We don't need them." There's this other fella. Uh, what's he called? Friggin' Bruce. Oh, the knobhead one. Oh, he's nice such one. a prick to that other lad, like all the way through it. Like, because it's like he's bringing him coffees, and he keeps slapping them out of his hand oh, and stuff. Yeah, I did wonder about that. What was that? I think it was like a bit, but it just made me hate him because <laughs> I was like, "It's not a relatable. It just makes you look like a bully." Because I saw it later on, and I thought, "There's something here." No, he does it all the way through. He sort of just like bullies him constantly all the way through it anyway they filmed this advert uh and like like okay that was better Uh, she's going to this like you said this new year's eve party with her boyfriend alex um who has a very big character turn halfway through this film as well (laughs) where he suddenly becomes a monster he's a weatherman he is uh tony volcano I love his reel that she puts together later it's, on. It just proper makes me laugh. It, again, also, the file size that she sends him, it would be a very short reel if that was the case. <laughs> it's like 300 kilobytes. Um, and and then like a couple of days after that, she's celebrating her 30th birthday. Uh, she has amazing birthdays, and she's like shows him these pictures that she carries <laughs> around with her of her previous birthdays. And she's holding up her fingers for like how many ones she is. Oh, I didn't get so that. You, I was super going. You can't get you can't go tens on tens and ones, can you? Obviously, because you've only got ten fingers. But yeah, so she's like ah. twenty eight, and she's holding eight fingers up and stuff. But yeah, they went to Vegas for one year. They booked out an entire B and B the other year, and they had like a luau, despite the fact it was like minus four degrees outside. And I was like, <laughs> that's just a recipe for pneumonia, isn't it? She doesn't care. She's having no, a birthday she fun. And so, but this is special. It's her 30th. It's her 30th one. So they're going to have a special birthday. And she's desperate for Alex to propose to her. Because like all women in these films, they are not complete unless they are married. Right? And they've, they've been going out for three years, she says. Three, three years, right? But you hold your fingers up for that, Gwen. <laughs> but we know Alex is a knob off the bat because he tells her she's got lipstick on her teeth. I mean, I would respect that. If... I mean, yeah, I would too. Because no. then he does tell her she looks nice, which is unusual because normally the men of these are horrible. You just be like, you look <laughs> See, like a dick. You've got... <laughs> the first half of this film, Alex is quite nice. Like He's clearly like driven by his job doing business. Um, whatever business it is, he's he, he's a weatherman. Know, oh, he's a weatherman, isn't he? Yes. Um, but then, like halfway through, he just becomes like an insufferable prick for no reason. And I was like, did I, I miss they, a bit? I think they thought, oh, we've made him too nice. How yeah. do we get out of this? But so, she does string him along for a very long time. So, yeah. So they go to this party, and it looks kind of boring white people party. And she's like, oh, it's nearly midnight. Let's go on the balcony outside. And then he's like, oh, this balcony looks like a lot like the one in your Prosecco advert. And she doesn't neck a glass of Prosecco and go, yeah, you're right, it does. <laughs> because 
it comes on at the party and the old cheer at the man. Yeah, the old cheer. It's terrible advert. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like me drunk on a Friday night watching the Home Shopping Channel going, I could really do with one of those collapsible hoses. Um, <laughs> I haven't got a garden. But um, so, yeah, and then the, the, the clock rings 12 and she's thinking, he's going to ask me on the stroke of midnight. That's romantic. Is it? He doesn't. And she's but he just of, seems very confused by the fact they're on a balcony. Why, is, when is he getting proposed to on midnight on New Year's Eve thing? I don't know. I think it's a cliche thing, like, Happy New Year, let's get married type thing. Well, isn't this the bit where she's like, did you drink the ring? He gives her a glass <laughs> yeah. and she's like, did you drink it? And he's like, the drink. <laughs> she's obsessed though, because when they go to that restaurant later, she's pouring all the food like a cat. So I will say, there was bits in this that genuinely made me laugh. There was like good yeah. lines in it. It was just, it, it just rare for a, um, for a Colmark film. But he's like, no, we're just having a party, right? I'll see you later at your birthday anyway. Um, you've got another advert to do for whatever it is. I took note of quite a few of the adverts that she does. Um... Oh, no, she goes home and starts watching the home channel. Okay. Because <laughs> it made me laugh because it's one of them. It's, it was like, you just mentioned the adverts for a collapsible hose. Well, it's like adverts for, you know, that pen that you can put through it. Ah, but then you can pierce through a thing and throw, it, throw it like a dart. Yeah, man, I love that. Pen. I love those adverts. And when they have really dirty carpets and they get the carpet cleaner out, I, I love watching oh, it. You know, oh, you need uh, the spin mop. The spin mop's a good one. It's two <laughs> rotating mops on a broom that rotate. That's it. But they always show them like mopping up like cereal. And so you'd pick that, you'd sweep that up first, wouldn't you? You wouldn't mop it. Right? Well, you wouldn't because the dog would come and chop well, yeah, it yeah. before you have well, chance one, anyway. There's one for like a, a portable, like a, a dirt dust devil handy vac thing. And she's sucking up spaghetti and stuff with it. And I'm like, hey, that's going to get into it. your filter and go moldy, right? So think of that first. But also pick it up. Like you don't need to hoover up spaghetti. Nobody does. Just laziness. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's now her birthday and she has a cake at work. Now, this isn't the birthday wish, though. She just she just blows up. Uh, well, no, because they're doing another advert for a bakery and the yes. actress is being difficult. She won't eat the cookie. She's um, on a low-carb diet. She's on a low-carb diet. So basically, Gwen goes over and lies to her and she says, does. oh, it's a protein cookie. Um, and they're like, wow, you're a genius. I'm like, mm, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Well, she says, oh, well, she's not got any allergies, so it's all right. I was like, mm, not really. It's not no, ethical. No, it's not. Um, if someone's, yeah. Uh, Bruce, like she gives like all these biscuits to people. Bruce goes, are any of these vegan or gluten-free? And she goes, uh, no. And he goes, great. And I thought, oh, you're one of them people, aren't you? That's like, oh, we should, you've made being an asshole your entire personality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what? in the meantime, Gwen gets some flowers delivered and Dave criticises them because they're carnations. Yeah. I mean, carnations. Uh, uh, flowers is flowers, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She also gets like a, a handbag delivered or like a, <laughs> a satchel. Handbag. <laughs> yeah. A handbag. Uh, a satchel delivered and a load of balloons. I mean, it's a Hallmark film that got our balloons. Got in our there. balloons, to be fair. And then as they're shooting the advert, the balloons pop and like she's at fault. Um, Dave's storyboard for this one is great. She <laughs> eats the biscuit and her husband turns into a superhero. Mm. <laughs> yep, that's what a local bakery wants. Uh, Pants Man, if you remember <laughs> from The Apprentice. <laughs> oh, I miss The Apprentice. <laughs> it's still on, bizarrely. Uh, I will say you should watch uh, Australian Traitors. Quite good. Mm. Yes, I did hear it on the radio, and then I completely forgot. Didn't to get into the American it. one because uh, they were all very American. Uh, but the Australian one is quite good because there's like nice people and absolute assholes on it already. 
Well, Australian TV seems to be better anyway. Yeah. Like that Married at First Sight and stuff is just way oh, better no, no, than ours. I ain't got time for a 52-part series. Like, <laughs> um, So yeah, they're filming all this and then like they go out to dinner, but he, he meets her there, which is a strange thing that they do in these films. Like they don't arrive at the restaurant together. One of them goes and sits That's... there for ages and then the other one like shows up, which is weird to me. Right. That's because... She likes to immerse herself in whatever the advert is that they're doing. So for the cookie one, she had a load of cookies. The next advert they're doing is for a minivan. So she pulls up to the restaurant in this minivan. No, isn't that, yeah. after, the, isn't that after the dream? I think that's after the dream, isn't it? Oh, so is it not uh, her birthday? And like, Have I jumped ahead? I don't know, because I'm getting confused now. Because he shows up, uh, Dave shows up at her house with... Oh, she can't go to the fundraising thing because she's not well. Dave shows up with some soup, I think. And this is where the wish gets made. This is where the birthday right, no. wish gets made. No. Oh. No, She he shows up with the soup because she set the macadamia nut. Is it? When I, does I she make the, the wish part, then? The whole part of the film out. When does she make the wish? She makes the wish on the big cookie with the, the match in it. Right. So the next thing I've got is they go on the date, at, they go to a restaurant where everyone gets engaged, and she. this is where she pours through all of her food looking yeah, for Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gives her a smartphone ring, which is just bizarre, because how can yeah. you answer a call on your ring? Which finger shop put it on? Doesn't matter. It's not uh, real. And this is it. And then she complains that her list is not being met. And then he pops over with a cookie, a giant cookie with a candle ah, in it. Right. Okay. Here we go. Right. So, yeah. So she goes home in a huff, because Alex is kind of a knobhead, but... You know, he's basically Brick Tamlin from... um Oh, yeah, Brick from Anchorman. He's like... um. <laughs> So Dave shows up and he's like, oh, it's your birthday and you didn't have any cake because you rushed off for some reason. I can't remember why. I've made, I bought you this massive cookie uh, and here's a, a, not a candle. I've put a match in it and blow that out and make a wish. So she does. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you what will happen because uh, uh, it'll come true. It won't go. No, she tells him, doesn't she? she went, There's no way it'll come true. I want to see what my life's like in 10 years. Yeah, but when she blows the match out, we hear tinkly music and dramatic blowing, I, so we know that's the wish made. I will say the person that does the music in Hallmark films needs to calm down. Because <laughs> all the way through this, there's like... Bah, 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 music, and it's very distracting. So she goes to bed. Dave leaves. Uh, she goes to bed. She wakes up the next morning, and she's got cataracts. <laughs> She can't see. It's like that time I drank the really cheap whiskey and went blind temporarily. Um, so she <laughs> so can't I thought, oh, she's 10 years into the future. She I thought glasses. she's, she's going to need glasses. I thought, this is good, right? So she she manages, she does some good comedy walking to the opticians, doing big steps up and stuff. It's quite fun. Uh, and it's not her local eye doctor, her regular eye doctor. It's some guy it's who... Insane optician. <laughs> yeah. Um... Who is just known as optometrist in the cast list as well. <laughs> like he doesn't nice. doesn't have a name. Um and she's trying to read the things on the wall. Um and he's like, no, that's wrong. I'm gonna give you some eye drops. Um, so everything will become clearer. Yeah. See, foreshadowing. She pops these things in and then they put her in that better or worse machine. And she has this duh, duh, like <laughs> Like in total recall, flashback sort of thing, and she sees herself with three kids in this minivan um, with a dog, with a dog, and Dave, who has Dave. got like a hat on, and he says, "I love you, I do," um, and she's like, "Ah, no, right." But then, like, one of the kids says, "Oh, Dad, do you remember when Dad tried to poison you with those macadamia nuts?" <laughs> Which is a very niche line, I will say. And she's like, "Okay, that's weird." Um, 
doesn't think maybe I need to go to the doctors because I'm having some sort of trauma. She goes to work. <laughs> the optician do. just winks at her and just goes, well, have a good day. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, put them eye drops in. You're fine. Go and drive. Um, <laughs> I believe they, the advert they're shooting is for... Barbecue. A, a barbecue restaurant nearby, and it is the most like cheesy advert ever in the world. She's eating a pork chop for breakfast. Standard. I mean, I don't <laughs> care for pork, but not even with a fork. Um, and yeah but she's like i'm gonna go and work i'm gonna go and change the blocking of this scene there's no blocking in the scene they're all facing the camera there's nothing to block but whatever um and she keeps having these like these these thingies of it and she's like oh i'm hungry she tells her assistant um i've just put is that danica mckellar it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, who is like, oh, well, maybe it is the future. Uh, and maybe you're not with the right person. Because she's very quick to, but I bet she does tarot cards and shit like that. Got a lot of crystals in her house. And she's right. Um, Dave gives her some macadamia nuts because she's not allergic to macadamia nuts. But as it turns out, she is allergic to macadamia nuts, but not enough to kill her, just enough to make her really itchy. Yeah. Which, yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I feel this pain. You, these- these can just develop randomly. Yes, yes I'm uh, allergic to hazelnuts and almonds now, randomly. Yeah. Not deathly, it just makes my throat really itchy and uncomfortable. Yeah, it's so like pineapple with me. Yeah, <laughs> so I just don't eat it. It's annoying because I love Nutella. But um, So she goes to this doctor. The doctor is like, oh, yeah, you, you can develop these at any time. Um, go home and rest. Doesn't tell her to stop scratching herself, though, which she shouldn't. The doctor knows. She says stop scratching. Hmm. Um, Mia's like, I'm going to go and fill a bath with oatmeal for you to sit in, which is weird, but okay. No, that's what you do. Chicken pox and stuff, because it's soothing, and it can, like, bring scabs off and things like that. Ah, scabby porridge. It's, no. it's good for eczema as well. Well, oats. we're learning a lot. Oats in your bath. <laughs> oats in your bath. Ugh, oats so yeah, but, because somebody said to do it with Etta when, you know, when her knees all, when her tights yeah. got stuck to that gamminess. Um, but then I thought, how do I scoop it back out the bath? <laughs> Just we'll just put mini in the bath it? afterwards and she goes, Stop, little pot, stop. <laughs> yeah, that was, so that's why I never did it, because I thought, how do I scoop the oats back out? I just rest. Can you not just put it on the knee, like a poultice? And anyway, we're getting it off. It doesn't matter. Here. Anyway. Um, so she goes home, and she's feeling sorry for herself, watching TV and scratching herself with a ivory back scratcher thing. It's a knock on the door. It's Alex. He's like, oh, you're not coming to the fundraiser. She's like, I'm made of itch. And he goes, all right then, bye. He just like, I'll stay if you want. And she's like, nah, not really. Nah. But then a knock on the door happens because she goes, oh, you came back. Oh, it's you, Dave. And he's brought her soup because uh, soup makes Chicken noodle soup? Eh, not the best soup, is it? What's the best soup? Weirdly, mushroom soup. (laughs) Yeah, it's awful, but also strangely comforting. I don't know. I like soup. I'm suspicious of soup if I don't have to chew it. Weird. That's not soup if you have to chew it. It's a stew. Well, or don't give me bar. soup. Yeah. <laughs> if you go, go off one of them three courses and there's soup involved, I'm not going to be having it. Old people love soup. Soup and a sandwich. Half a sandwich and half a cup of soup. Combo. No. <laughs> That's a combo, yeah. Um, so, like, she eats the soup and she's well made up. And she's like, oh, Dave's all right. But he's like, oh, by the way, because you love to immerse yourself in the role, they've given us one of these minivans. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> like, it's only a minivan, love. Oh, yes, because when they're filming for the barbecue advert, there's two adults and two children. And Dave says to her, I think we need to add a third child. And that's her first. <gasps> no, yes. my vision is coming true. Even so now she's isn't. got the three kids and the minivan. And the minivan. Now, this minivan is absolutely it's awesome. It's like Kit from Knight Rider, isn't it? <laughs> it is. 
gets in, she's like, take me to this place. And it comes on. and then she... It's GPS. Take me to thing. And it goes like, okay, head west. And I was like, no, put the little screen on with the, I don't know where west is. The sun's down. How am I supposed to know which way is west? Get the magnet out of my action tracker shoes. Hmm. But then it's <laughs> and like, then she goes, put the seat heating on. She's obsessed with having a hot ass. She is. I didn't like it. I had one in the car in Iceland. And I was just like, oh, my bum's so sweaty. Yeah, I don't like it. I was, yeah. I, but she, um, where did, I can't remember where she drives to. Does she drive to the... the... I think she, well, she goes to see her mum, which is a really bizarre oh, yeah, part of crow- the story that we don't actually need. They crowbar her mum in. Uh, her, mo- <laughs> her dad's dead, obviously. But and, her mum's but... made her some cream for her itch. Because yeah. she was a nurse. I was going to say she was a, she was a wizard, but that's not right. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, because she was a nurse, but she won't tell her what's in it. And I'm like, hmm. Uh, and then they make a cake, and, and this really like, offended me. <laughs> um, I always make a, We always make a cake together on your birthday. Mm. Yeah. And then they eat the cake with two forks, and they don't cut a slice or anything. And they just pull it apart. She's obsessed <laughs> with food being pulled apart. She loves it. That salad, she doesn't even eat it. But you can't even like take any round foot neighbor or anything because you. It's my cake, my birthday. You can't make me cry <laughs> on my birthday. But yeah, her mum's like, oh well, maybe like she tries to offer like homespun wisdom, but none of it really lands because she hasn't. The only person she's told is non Danica McKella about the, the vision. <laughs> yeah, but then she sees her at the restaurant next anyway. Well, yes, they go. To... Does he? Is it? See, this is where I got confused with the other restaurant. So they go to a restaurant. It's where the people are dancing right next to the table. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that really was uncomfortable. Awkward. I, I was that. like, you knock my drink over, sunshine, doing a spin. <laughs> yeah. A bit. So he keeps, his phone keeps pinging, and this is where he has his, like, his part of his turnaround there. And he keeps answering his phone. And then he gets a message that they're on the city gossip page. Mm. And then she's got, got a picture with the minivan. Yep. And he's like, why are you driving a minivan? Why. Don't know why Americans don't like minivans. I, I believe it's because they're probably economical and, like, you know, you can get a lot of people in them as opposed to, you know, something that gets two miles to the gallon and looks like an armoured vehicle. I don't know. Just an idea. Um, but Maya's in this restaurant as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think she thinks he's going to propose again, but he doesn't. Uh, I think, does she have some stomping off cordial? She does, because Maya gets a proposal, because all the waiters come out to sing happy birthday. Is that Maya? I thought it was just some random Maya, girl. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was No, just some because he, he, he sings happy birthday Maya, and I thought, how does he know her? And then I looked, and I thought, oh, it's her. Right, it's okay. Not- <laughs> Again, all this makes sense now, yeah. Uh, so she yeah. has a stomp and then, off. Stomp off, yeah. Next morning, Maya phones her and is like, my car won't start, and I need to take three random children, my nephews or cousins or something, I don't know, uh, to school. Uh, can you come and help? Because I know you've got that minivan. And she's like, right, okay. <gasps> Three children. She drives around there and like, there's a good bit with the kids. Go, can you say <laughs> hi, guys? Hi, guys. And it's like, yeah, that's quite fun. Uh, Dave phones up and he's like, my car's exploded. Can you come and give me a lift? And she's like, ah, I'm like the other side of town. And he's like, no, I'm right near you. She goes and picks him up. And he's like, nah, I want to razz the van around. <laughs> now it's my turn. <laughs> I'll drive. Okay. And I'm like, are you insured Don- on that? Donuts in the middle of school. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, they, they drive it. The... He's singing one of those uh, 10 Green Bottle style songs with these kids and having a whale of a time to show that he's a good father figure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them puts the hat on him that he's wearing in the I love you flashback <laughs> or flash forward, whichever bit. And she's like, oh, it's all coming true. And I'm like, but these aren't your kids. Like, you know, they're not your kids. Like, 
three of them are yeah. Chinese. It's like, it's very strange. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, they drop them off. And then is this is this where they're, they're shooting for the dog park? Yeah. So she has a fear of dogs. <laughs> he has a fear of getting diarrhea food. in public places. He didn't think getting sick from street food because he had a dodgy taco once. Once, when he was like 12, apparently. And he's never eaten food from a cart since then, which is understandable. But we've all like... I've had food poison in Madrid and I just, you know... (laughs) I've got so much diarrhoea from takeaways. It's just... It's it's, it's the... What? It's it's the run... I mean, it might be the kebab. It might be the 12 pints of Guinness I've had beforehand. (laughs) Like, you don't know, do you? You can never be sure. I had like a bottle and a half of red wine over the weekend. That were horrible. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Thought I was dying. It does feel like <laughs> you're purging all the evil out of your body. Don't we? <laughs> yeah, that with Prosecco when you get the Prosecco poops. Yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so they're doing this thing for the dog park. She's terrified of dogs. And he's like, right, well, it's time for you to face your fears now. And presents her with the most adorable puppy in the world. It's a therapy puppy. It's a therapy cute. dog. And the, to teach them to not be aggressive. <laughs> I was like, therapy dogs shouldn't be aggressive. Um, but it's this <laughs> adorable thing. And she's like, no, it's going to bite me. And it's like, no, it won't. Puppies, are, well, puppies have got puppy teeth. Uh, and it, oh, she's like, needle teeth. Needle teeth. Yeah, but it's not. And she loves it. And she's like, ooh. And then, and then they ambush her with a load of other dogs. <laughs> Throw them in there. Great. Uh, next, she's cooking with Alex. And then this is where I'm like, why doesn't she just leave him? What is she doing? She's put three years into it, and apparently that's enough to warrant a lifetime of unhappiness. Because, um, yeah. But then, then she sits down to do his reel, which was brilliant. Uh, yeah, he's obsessed with getting, like, a highlights reel together. And, uh, I mean, the clips, the show, it's just him going, back to you, Bob, back to you. Back, yeah, I'm, I'm outside, back but to you. With, with different hats on in different green screens. Oh, yeah, so, it, like, he's outside in the rain, he's outside in the sun, he's near a forest fire, you know, stuff, you know, where you would It's send. brilliant. It's clearly an afternoon in a makeup and a dressing up box. <laughs> Uh, and she's, I don't know why he can't do it because she's a director, she's not an editor. Yeah, it's Hallmark. We don't know. No, what. no, no. I know the jobs are interchangeable. Um, and she's like, Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Um, but at this point as well, she's starting to get a bit concerned about her feelings towards Dave. Dave has made it known that he wants to be a director as well, so she sets him up with another job to get him off set. Yeah. Uh, which means they get another guy in who is an arsehole, basically. He's an arsehole, isn't he? Um, it's like, you need to turn the lights down. And she's like, it's an infomercial. It needs to be bright because it's on at night time and we want people to stay awake. And I was like, is that why all the- they're always really oversaturated studios? Ah, makes sense. And why adverts shout at you. Yeah. So if you fall asleep, you I wake love you, up, you toilet they? gun. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so she's like, well, um, she basically like has this guy blackballed from the industry as well. She's like, I will never work for any company that hires you again. And I was like, it's oh, a bit harsh, love. Um, yeah, but she's great at her job. I mean, she's it? Make that man drink, making that man who drinks Prosecco do that funny face. Boing! Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas Dave's off smashing it on this other thing. Um, and they have to go and film uh, a skiing advert. I don't actually know what the advert's for. Is it not for the hotel in Vermont? I think it's for the retreat sort of bit of it, yeah. yeah. Because uh, so... the, snooty, the snooty one is like, oh, we need another director so we can do two locations in one day. Yeah, so we don't have to pay people overnight. So To be fair, it looks like the, the worst advert. It's like four people in ski suits jumping up on some stairs. It, like, again, I know it's only background stuff, but it kind of matters. Um, yeah. Dave's there. Uh, Dave, he teaches her to make a schmore and she uh, 
She wets herself, I think. She does. She's never she never melted a marshmallow flame before. <laughs> um yeah. Um have we had the weird bit at the steakhouse yet? What weird bit at the steakhouse? Where they go and play like Oh, the quiz, the trivia. Yeah. How many iPads yeah. has that pub got? Oh, is that when they come back from Vermont? No, I yeah. think this... so they've all they all play trivia, which is a quiz, but then they've all got an individual iPad and yeah. just keep shouting trivia at each other. Yeah, so um, I think like Maya goes and picks her up and was like, oh, we're going to go shopping because women be shopping. And she goes, let's go in here for food first. And all the other people that she works with are in there. And they've never told her about this place ever or even let, let it slip. Uh, and she goes, oh, Alex wouldn't be seen dead in here. I was like, it looks quite nice. They had an open fire and booze and everyone gets a free iPad. <laughs> but yeah, I'd they, go there. I, yeah, uh, they do this this trivia, which is like, them. it looked like one of them quiz machines you used to get. You could win yeah. money on. Um, she wins, obviously, because she's the hero, but Dave comes second. They all leave. Bruce is a knobhead still. Like He's yelling at that other lad all the way through it. Um, and then they go outside, and, he's, and there's a man selling hot pretzels outside a restaurant, which I feel is a poor place <laughs> to put your food cart outside somewhere that sells food already. But what do I know? Unless you, like, eat your nachos, you get drunk, and then you think, oh, I'll have a pretzel on my way home. Yeah, possibly. Well, you won't know. be shitting out your ass after a kebab, though, will you? No, but uh, she's like, right, you helped conquer my fear of dogs. You have to eat this pretzel. And I was like, not the same. And he's like, mmm, lovely. <laughs> she goes, there is 0% chance of you getting ill off this. Isn't that right to the guy? And the guy who's running the stall just goes, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't washed my hands ever, but yeah, <laughs> it'll probably be fine. You'd be right. It's bread. But Dave Dave tells me he wants to do more trivia together. And she's yeah. like, oh, I know what that means. And he's like, yeah. Been to the optician, developed that wink. Code. Has she been back to the optician yet? I know she <laughs> I goes know. back and it's the same guy. And I was like, why have we come back? Because it's just the same flashbacks. I did write that down somewhere. Yeah. Because because the eye board where you cover one eye and you read the letters, yeah. whatever that's called, it spells out Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good bit of a foreshadow. This will not help at all. Um, so they're at, um, they go, they're at this thing. Dave like shows up there. They cook this thing. And for some reason, Alex is there as well at this ski resort thing. So this is a really bizarre thing. So when they're making the schmores and she's like, getting very excited this older couple comes and joins them and then dave says it's his birthday so she sets a marshmallow on fire she does. <laughs> makes him blow it out and then they have like a mini argument meanwhile this old couple is just like i'd have got up and left <laughs> and been like, this, this is kind of awkward but also this is... this is the only fire and we're old yeah um, she stomps off for some reason alex is there it, yeah, he doesn't explain why. He just says he's joining them. Yeah, uh, they always do, though, don't they? They just show up in the third act unnecessarily. Uh, and well, he's like, ah. Mum turns up unnecessarily next. No, we get a phone call from Mum. Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre. No, that, that's after the, the. Alex is like, oh, I know what you want. He runs into like the gift shop and comes out with like a fucking brass ring, like a Tanzanite. And it's in the shape of one of them. Is it a crueler donut from Krispy Kreme? Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, there you go, will you marry me? And of course, he's on one knee, Dave sees this, doesn't wait to hang about, immediately goes into huff mode, stomps off, sends her a text. Blocks her and everything. Text her, I've had to go back to the city, um, I hope you're happy, and then I didn't see the end of the thing, but I think I think it says something like, "You looks like you got what you always wanted, or something. And I was like, alright, mate, fucking hell. Uh, but she says no to Alex, she says no, like, this isn't what I want, I don't love you, you're kind of a knobhead, um... 
but also only in the past couple of days this has happened hmm. maybe yes. it's the future visions <laughs> who knows so she stumbles around everywhere trying to find dave she goes back to that bar where bruce is there and he's like oh dave was just here but you've missed him oh, where could he be and dave goes probably mucking about with dogs in the park <laughs> like he always is uh, there he is yeah Right, but this is weird, because he stood facing away from the dogs with headphones on. She has yep. to walk through the dogs, conquer her fears, see symbolism, right? But then he says to the dog walkers, can we take a minute, guys? What were you doing? You were stood there ignoring everyone with your headphones on. He was filming the dog food advert. Was he? Didn't look like he was. <laughs> Just mucking around in the park with a load of dogs. Yeah, Um. and then she goes, oh, I've called it off with Alex, but you didn't hang around to find out. And he's like, oh, I love you, I always have. Um, and then this is where I don't know what happens after this because my copy of it stopped because of, of Amazon's weird thing. I'm assuming so, it's just deep kissing. So they have a smooch, but then it comes up one year later. Oh. And it's her birthday again. Happy 31st birthday, Gwen. Um, and then she gets handed a baby. And I thought, oh, this isn't very hallmark She's not married. Who's this baby? Um, the baby is Maya's baby. Yeah, I They got married before. Yeah. Uh, but she's got a dog. Oh. It's licking her face. Lovely. Yeah. And Dave's then she blows out a, a candle. She blows out a candle and Dave immediately hands her a ring and proposes. Ah, and that's the film. And then I wrote, wrote, oh, no, 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 no. And then it goes 10 years later. And then we get the same memory that she had at the Mad Optician. Oh, you see, that's clever, isn't it? But the the kid says, tell me again how daddy nearly killed you with macadamia nuts. And she went, no, no, he didn't try to kill me. I didn't know I was allergic. It's like, ah, so it's changed because they're now in love. And then that's the end of the film. It would have been better if he was like it and it was a catapult. With a macadamia <laughs> nuts in a mouth, that'd be fun. Yeah, that's the that's big the film. welts where the nuts. Hit yeah, I'll teach you. Uh, they're not even real nuts, apparently. I know the seeds, but yeah, that was um, 2017's the birthday wish. I quite enjoyed this. Like it was all right. It was quite snappily written. There was jokes in it. She wasn't like obnoxiously annoying like the leading women in these things normally are. Uh, and yeah, yeah I've, I, apart from Bruce, who can get in the bin. Uh, everyone else in it was quite normal and well-adjusted. So um, yeah, yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention that Mum FaceTimes her. Oh to yeah. Tell her that she's getting married to Charles. Some old man she's just met, but at that point you're on bonus time anyway, isn't it? So you know. But it, really irrelevant part. It, of the it, story. Again, it, it adds nothing to it. She basically says, "Well, are you not sad about Dad?" And she's like, "You have to move on." I was like, "How long has he been dead?" <laughs> Six weeks. Did he die just before Christmas? And she's like, come on, Frank, you're moving in. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it, it, the core concept of it is good, and it isn't time travelly, which is what I was uh, concerned yeah, with. True. It was done in quite a bizarre but interesting way, like like uh, Psych, or whatever it was called, that programme where you could see in the future. Yeah. Um, your score? Six flaming marshmallows. Oh, that's quite good. I'm going to give it um, four silver macadamia nuts. Ooh. I quite liked it. It was it was fun. I I genuinely laughed at some bits. I did laugh at which bits. Which is yeah. rare for these films. And I want a Jarvis in my car that tells me that, you know. <laughs> to head west. Maybe it was just trying to get her to explore the Oregon Trail. <laughs> uh, what are we on? Facts. Facts. Um, director was Peter... Oh, my writing's awful. I went old school and did writing in a notebook and everything this oh. time. Peter DeLuise. DeLuise? DeLuis? Find him from. No, it's not. I was going to say, it's not Don DeLuise's son again, is it? Because if it is. No. Uh, no. Uh, he's is. known most. Is it? We're being he's haunted by this man. Officer. 
<laughs> yeah, because I've just noticed what films he's also directed and I really mm. want to watch one. <sighs> he's best known for his role as um, Officer Doug Penhall in the Fox series 21 Jump Street. He's done a few of these films, A Taste of Summer, A Brush with Love, Snow Coming, and Hanukkah on Rye. Oh, we'll do that for... Um... <laughs> I'm going to say I'm sure I've mentioned Hannah Cromwell before. I think we have. I think we're... I'm going to have to find it now at some point. We'll do that for Passover. And he's also directed some episodes in a series called Garage Sale Mysteries. That comes up a lot. I think it's one of them Hallmark mystery things where it's like, oh no, someone has moved the hands of a clock and then they have to spend ages discovering who it was and it's all for like not important reasons. Like like an escape room. Sort of, but rubbisher. There's like, isn't there like the tea room mysteries as well? I'm sure there's a few different kinds of them. I should probably watch the some, see how bad oh, they, they are. keep coming up, don't they? I think it's just everyone gets a turn on it. <laughs> you go and direct You've directed them. one Hallmark film, it's your turn to direct some episodes. You've got to do, you do two episodes of the Car Boot Sale Mysteries, Car Boot Challenge Mysteries. <laughs> What's the Car Boot? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Trunk Sale, I don't know. I don't know what you call them, Flea Market <laughs> Mysteries. Would it be a flea market or a garage sale? They don't do they don't do car boot sales, do the Americans? I don't know. American people. Do you have car boot sales where people basically people sell stuff out of the boot of their car in a muddy field at seven o'clock on a Sunday morning? Let us know. Oh, the... <laughs> yeah, please, because I'm the trunk of your one. car. Sorry, trunk of your car. You set out a little table, but it's mostly tat. Like it's mostly crap that nobody wants that you're trying to get rid of. Like a lot of Barbies with no heads, or you know stuff like that. old C90 <laughs> tapes that don't work, like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gwen was played by Jessie Scram. Shram, sorry. Shram. She is 37 years old, which would she would have been 30 at the time of recording. Wow. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Give or take. Well, that was the first thing I looked at because I thought if she's playing a 30 year old, I'm going to do Katie Proud and go and see how old she actually <laughs> was. Uh, she is most famous for 39 episodes of Chicago Med, and she plays Dr. Hannah Asher. I've never watched it, so I don't Chicago know. Chicago Med is like Chicago Hope, but not. Is it not a Hallmark version? <laughs> is ER not set in Chicago as well? Yeah, I think it is, actually. Yeah, you see. All the hospitals are in Chicago. Bean town. Don't be ill anywhere else. Um, Not much of note. She does lots of these films. Um, I don't think we've seen any of her in them. No, she doesn't look familiar. She's any other ones. genuinely quite good because she underplays a lot of it rather than being like. Yeah, I might watch more of her films. Um, But in her spare time, she works for a charity in Mexico with orphan children and a soup kitchen in LA. Oh, that's nice. They shouldn't let orphan children run a charity. That's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Give us all your money. They'd be telling you you got nice skin as well. Spending it all on Tazos. Uh, Dave was played by Luke McFarlane. He looks yeah. familiar. He, we must have seen him in something else. He is 43 years old. He, oh. no, his first movie for Hallmark was in 2014 called Memory Book. No. No. He's in... I didn't look... I looked through it. I couldn't see any films that he would have been in. Apart from, he's in the cast of Netflix's Single All The Way. Don't know what that is. I don't know if you no. um, And he could... Interesting fact, he can play the cello, and this was shown in Hallmark's Christmas film, Christmas at the Chateau. See, I feel like I've seen Christmas at the Chateau. You might have done, Probably. but we've not done an maybe, episode Maybe the first on year it. we did Christmas ones, yeah. Because we did burn through a lot of material in that first Christmas. Yeah, I don't remember anyone playing cello in it now, because I would have said so much, surely. But yeah. We'll have to go back and see. You'll be like, oh, oh that's Luke McFarlane. Never listen back to him, ever. I don't even do it <laughs> when I'm editing. <laughs> that's only facts. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Well, to be fair, uh, the reviews for this overwhelmingly positive. Like everyone, I couldn't find a bad review. The lowest I found was like a seven. Um, so, uh, and which is justified, I think. 
because mm-hmm. it's not a terrible film. So we got a 10 out of 10. Believe by Smathers. 919 and some numbers. Uh, the Birthday Wish is a whimsical creation. It's full of whimsy. Okay. Uh, written by Third Rock from the Sun alumna. Alumna? That was alumni. Anyway, alumna! Julia Sherman Wolf. Uh, this is her fourth Hallmark movie installment and she's slated for more projects, Crown Media. About the movie, the birthday girl Gwen makes wish about her future. She sees a future that her current life path is not on. Even though she has a steady bow, sometimes the perfect guy isn't the best fit for you. Through seeing her future self, she begins to realise that now is not what brings meaning and happiness to her life. She falls for Dave, the, the fellow co-worker and the guy she's been waiting for. This is a cute family fun movie the entire family can watch without pausing to rush the kids out of the room. That was the bit that made me go... But that's all Hallmark films, because they don't do sexy times in no. Hallmarks. No! I'd like to see if this was on, rather, no, uh, Dove.org, yeah. I didn't see that it was. No, it's fine. But I was like, you pause the film if there's, like, kissing. I don't know, weird. Um, a great underlying thing. We watched Predator up until the skinned man was in the tree, and then we turned it off. It's, <laughs> it's just weird. A great underlying theme is people show love in the most normal ways we may not realise at the moment. The moments where there is a large chocolate chip cookie for your birthday or being surrounded by a pack of cute puppies defines that special wishes can reveal the greatest stories about our lives. This movie is about which path is really the best one. So. Okay, Smothers. I mean, if, if it, the only thing that really, really annoys me. It's not really a review, me, is it? No. Uh, again, everything else was basically the plot of the film just read back out to you. Um. So my only major gripe with it is Bruce, because I think he's supposed to be funny, but he just comes across as an arsehole. And Alex, who up until halfway through the film is yeah. a bit annoying, but not but like... But with Alex as well, he wanted to get a job. I don't know. Was he wanted to be a producer or something? You no, know, he wanted to go to California and work for a big weather. I don't know what you're going to do in California. Hot. Scorchio every day. Scorchio. <laughs> but he doesn't. He doesn't get that job. He gets a, a part in an action film where he plays a weatherman and has two lines. So now he wants to be an actor. Right. I'm, again, I missed that because I think I'd sort of... But I thought like what they could have done was like set him up with someone else. So like, because he's not horrible. He's no, just... I think they were just trying to shoehorn in a reason why he wouldn't be good for yeah. her. Yeah, which is fine, you know. And it's like, just throw a Rottweiler at her or a, a Dalmit. Any large dog will do. Yeah, throw a Bedlington <laughs> Terrier at her. Yeah, there you go, big head. Um, that was, in conclusion, that was 2017's The Birthday Wish. Uh, I'd say your favourite line from the film, but I don't remember any of them. No, but it was a good film. Well, it was an okay film. Johnny Volcano, that was his name. That was his nickname they kept calling him, The Weatherman. It, no, it wasn't. You it was Johnny Volcano, it was. When they if all we did a quiz, if we quiz on weatherman names you would have stuck johnny volcano in there we'd have gone no not real and it would have been bloody real wouldn't it it is real because <laughs> i alongside don't... misty clouds or something. no <laughs> so many pizza <laughs> uh no it's yeah anyway that's it i'll see you in a bit say bye bye boys and girls <laughs> say bye guys it's not ever a bad joke Paul Daniels' wig is a good name for a band. (laughs)